Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. the Xbox Game Passengers podcast. I'm your host, Derek, and this is the show where each episode, myself and a guest will dissect and discuss a single game that's available on Microsoft's Xbox Game Pass, which was chosen for us, usually completely at random. Whether it's a magical or a horrible experience, we'll force ourselves through it, share our thoughts, and let you know whether or not the game is worth your time. I say usually random. I We often throw some extra episodes in there or something comes out that I'm really excited about and you know why not talk about something that I am going to play anyway but just a few weeks ago a month ago the Xbox Series X got the biggest game since its launch uh, in Halo Infinite uh, both the campaign and the multiplayer and this wouldn't be a show about Xbox if we didn't talk about it and this wouldn't be a show that I run if Doogie wasn't here (laughs) Doogie is basically a co-host of this show at this point super glad to have you back always glad to be talking to you how are you today I am very well my friend and always uh, always a pleasure to be here how are you doing the week is done we're recording this on a Friday and I'm very excited for that played some Halo last night as I'm sure we'll discuss it's really hard to put down and uh, really hard not to put a lot of time into. So I <laughs> had uh, to be discussing this because we've both been playing it and we've been playing it. We played it together a couple of times even. And, uh, you know, even Shane O'Hare even got in there for a little bit, That's which, right. yeah, yeah. you know, was a, a weird merging of worlds. <laughs> it seems wild that the, the console's now been out for a year, a year at all, um, yeah. first of all. but And that, again, that uh, this game you know, came out a year after it was supposed to, and the year after uh, the, the console came out, like that first year of Xbox Series X, there's not, like, nothing big exclusive to the platform that I can really recall, which is, you know, sucks, because on the PS5 side of things, it was like, this game, this game, this game, exclusive, exclusive, and, um, you know, at least I had something to play, I guess, but... <laughs> yeah, and it, and it feels weird as well, because I, I think, like, I can't even remember when Infinite was announced, Um but as I'm sure we'll get into, like, I, I think everyone went, you know, bonkers for when it was announced. Everyone was like, this is it. This is the Halo that's that's going to be the best. And mm-hmm. my goodness. Uh, and I remember being part of that hype and being like, oh, my goodness, this looks incredible. And then um, and then all of a sudden it was like delay after delay after delay <laughs> after delay. After delay. Um, but I, I, I wonder whether that maybe worked in its favor. Uh, I mean, I think it had to have like, yeah, just looking at the breakdowns and the controversy and all that sort of stuff when the initial trailers kind of came out and like, you know, like things like Craig, which immediately became a giant meme because mm-hmm. elements of that game, sorry, elements of the game at that point 
looked pretty rough and mm-hmm. did not look indicative of a next generation experience, mm-hmm. um, which was scary at the point where, you know, and probably for Microsoft because, oh shit, who's going to buy a console of games like this? <laughs> yeah. But also <laughs> as a consumer who's like, you know, what am I going to spend my $700 on or whatever? Like, like that, you know, see if I'm seeing that and this is like your flagship title, this is what you have to show off. Like mm-hmm. it's going to put some points in the other team's categories. So, For sure. um, to see, to have it not come out in that fashion and, and to, to, you know, obviously it's come out to, you know, it's been out for about a month, just over a month now, my multiplayer a little bit longer. Um, and it's been pretty much with some, issues that they've talked about and, and seem like they're going to be fixing. And we'll talk about that after, but it seems like it's been generally like universal praise and this is the best Halo has been, or this is the best that Halo has been in years. Mm-hmm. Um, it has been the general consensus. So, um, and I'm not a Halo guy, really. I've, I've not, not played much Halo in my life. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I don't know if it's the best that it's ever been, but I know that it's <laughs> really, this is really, really good. Um, before we like, dig into it and, and just get going probably be some light spoilers probably not a ton um and you know it's not like it's that unique of a story or anything like that <laughs> it's a pretty like it, it feels pretty halo-y it's pretty standard face space fair um so i wouldn't worry too much about that um but before we jump into it why don't you give us a little uh synopsis of what the campaign in the game's all about absolutely uh <clears throat> So, uh, when all hope is lost and humanity's fate hangs in the balance, the Master Chief is ready to confront the most ruthless foe he's ever faced. Step inside the armor of humanity's greatest hero to experience an epic adventure and explore the massive scale of the Halo (laughs) ring. So which Halo is that a synopsis for? Was it all of them? Because that was yes. pretty generic. Every single one, I think you could, it's, <laughs> right? the most, it's the most copy-pasted yeah, synopsis, yeah. I think. Like, uh, at what point in Halo's history was hope not lost and was yeah. humanity, like, just fine? Because I'm pretty sure in the first mission of Halo 2, you're, like, on Earth and things are not going well. Yeah, like, 100%. And, it, yeah. and it, it's, it's, it's really funny. I feel like every Halo game that... that you know, opens up, it is always like, oh my goodness, we're completely lost. Oh, look, there's Master Chief. No, everything's going to be fine. <laughs> uh, and and this is kind of no different, which, uh, you know, as you said, it's, it's pretty standard space fare, but um, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Yeah, I, as kind of as I mentioned, well, I'm, I, I'm really excited that you're here because I know that you're like you've been a Halo guy forever, as far as I'm aware. It's true. Um, and so to to have someone here, and I mean, a lot of people are, but to have someone here that like, has been through the ups and downs of the series to give their perspective on this game, which uh, again, from everything I'm reading, seems like an up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was really looking forward to hearing the thoughts of someone who has been there all along and and knows what's different in this one than what what you know than what Halo Five had and all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, for, I don't know why. Like, I've just I've spent a lot of my life like not having an Xbox. Yeah. Um, like I never had a 360. My dad had a 360, but I moved out like at move out age. Um, and so, <laughs> um, you know, at that point I didn't have a 360 anymore. And then, you know, Xbox one, it was like, well, I didn't have the last halo. So I should probably play that before. Uh, yeah. I, and then now we are, now here we are. And, and I'm just like, well, screw it. I'm never going to catch up. So I'm just going to play this one. We're 114 um, halos in. Yeah, I still yeah. haven't played the first one. There's RTSs, there's mobile game, you know, there's That's right. yeah, it's yeah. all sorts of stuff. There's Pringles. There's lots of, I'm seeing lots of uh, Master Chief on the Pringles these days. Um, 
yeah what is what did i don't know what did what did you th- like tell me what you thought what were your first impressions like jumping into this for the first time i'm assuming well we we played multiplayer together before the yes. campaign even came out so yeah obviously they surprise dropped that and you know it was a very exciting early christmas present it really was uh yeah i i mean honestly that whole idea of like this being one of the one of the ups uh, in the sort of Halo franchise is is a hundred percent true, and, and and that idea of this this is the best Halo in years, if not the best Halo, uh, and and I don't I don't say that lightly either. I I think honestly, Derek, I was when I heard that it was going to be a kind of sort of open world type game, yeah. and it was going to be less of a linear story, and it was going to be you, you know you can decide to do this assault on this base or you can go after this super special elite or you can you know go here you can do different things you can have a choice of how the kind of story plays out and obviously not the main story beats but you know everything in between you can you can kind of choose uh, how you go about that i thought when i initially heard that i was like oh this sounds like it's going to be far cry halo um and i wasn't too jazzed about it i wasn't too excited but actually playing it it, it suddenly clicked for me. There was this moment where I was just like, oh, this is how Halo should have been the whole time. And and it really like I, I from from moment one, I was like bought in. I was I was there and I was ready to go. I think they've made some really cool additions to the sort of toolkit and things like that as well. It 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 feels different from other Halos in, in other ways than just, hey, it's an open world and your Master Chief go nuts. But also that, like the actual sort of skill set that you have, uh, and of course, I'm assuming we'll talk at depth about the the grapple hook, which is just the best thing ever. The grapple hook is incredible. It's so it's 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 ridiculous fun, it, and it and it's it's a utility tool, but it's also a combat tool, uh, and uh, and it's great. And I think some of the changes that they've made with the toolkit are are phenomenally well done, like the grappling hook. I think others yeah. need a lot of work, and I'm assuming we'll, we can we can kind of go a bit more in depth about those kind of mechanics. It just like half feels like a Spider-Man game, though. For, I mean, for sure, and I, and I think you know, I I was I was thinking back on on some of the things that I, I was going to kind of bring up and talk about, and. Um, you and I were were uh, talking on the other podcast a couple of nights back, um, and when the whole topic of Spider Man came up, which is a game I haven't played, but mm-hmm. I, I know is universally praised as, oh my god, this is the best thing in the world. I I questioned to myself. I was like, I wonder how early in development the grapple hook became a thing, and I wonder if this the this enormous success of <laughs> Spider Man had any sort of influence on that but uh but no to 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 answer your original question i I think this is genuinely uh it's definitely top two uh, in halo games (laughs) what would be what would be the other one in the top two i'm probably gonna get a lot of a lot of backlash for this but i genuinely think halo reach uh, is is a phenomenal halo game uh, and i know it doesn't even include Master Chief. Master Chief's not even there. Um, and and before that, I probably would have said Halo Three. Halo Three is the kind of classic one that everyone references as totally. this pinnacle of like the Halo franchise. Mm-hmm. And and honestly, kind of one of the things that um, that really solidified a whole bunch of like first person shooter story kind of games. And there's just some 
just some incredible moments in in Halo Three. Um, I think the reason that Reach was so cool is because if you were a fan of of Halo or you knew anything about the lore, which I I'm not a massive like Halo lore person. Like I've never read any of the books, or you know I I couldn't give you the facts of the years or who was there for yeah. what battle or whatever. But if there's one thing you do know is that reaches reaches where it all goes wrong for the spartans mm, okay uh, and and things like that reaches like this planet that eventually like gets destroyed and it was a, a really critical part of the big war that happens between the humans and the covenant so you go into reach knowing everyone's gonna die right because and reach like <laughs> time-wise is time-wise it's like a prequel right like it's set before yeah even the first halo the original halo yeah 100 percent. so like the the um the ending or part of the ending and again this is major spoilers for reach but it's like 14 or 15 years old now so it's pretty old yeah. get get to grips team uh like the you know the last kind of part of that uh game is is the remaining uh team that you have trying to escape onto uh, the pillar of autumn which is mm, the okay. ship that you start on in halo one um so it's literally a direct like you know reach is not too far before the first halo game and uh, and things like that so it was it was a kind of cool tie-in as well and um a very cool moment so i genuinely think reach was up there uh but infinite is is 100 percent competing for first place ah, that's so it's so good to like i don't know and it, again it's been university praise but it's just so good to hear that like especially from someone who's played so much of so much of halo <laughs> yeah. um yeah i like i played the f- I remember playing like the first one at like friends' houses, and I know I remember at one point it was like like we had two Xboxes going with four players on each of them, and I remember that that just a few times, but I remember that being just so much fun. Yeah. And then I did play a bunch of multiplayer in Halo Three, mm-hmm. um, and that was um, I play I play games inverted, uh, so like oh, for for vertical. What's that? I said you're one of those. So I wasn't always one of those. So <laughs> Halo 3 is what made me one of those. I, I think I've told this story on the Geekscape Games podcast before, but you know, back in the Xbox 360 days, you it wasn't like, oh, one person will buy gold and that will apply to the whole console. Like mm. it was it was you had to have gold per user on the That's console. Right, yeah. And I'm like a you know, when did Halo 3 come out? I'm like 15 or something, probably. Yeah, it's a long and time now, yeah. my yeah, and so my dad had the, the the user with gold and he played halo as well mm. um and gears and all that sort of stuff so you know when he wasn't playing he would let i was like allowed to play on his gamer tag and could play online um and but he played inverted and i couldn't figure that out obviously because it's super <laughs> weird uh and so uh, and i would always just forget to change it back essentially mm. to inverted when i was done playing and so uh, it happened enough times that he was like, you're not allowed to play Xbox anymore unless you play inverted. <laughs> um, and so <laughs> obviously I'm not going to not play Xbox. And yeah, I so mean, what other choice do you have? Exactly. So then I had to learn to play inverted and now I'm too old to switch back. So, uh, <laughs> and so every game I have to, yeah. Yeah. That's and amazing. it's like, and if like, you know, Mikhail's playing something and she, you know, needs a hand and needs help. And like, I'm trying to like run around, after i've grabbed her controller to like figure out what to do and it's just impossible like you're just like oh now i'm looking at the sky and like now i'm looking at the you know it's just an absolute mess yeah um and it's it's halo 3 is the the game that did that for me so for reference halo 3 came out in 2007 apparently okay so So i was 17 then i guess Yeah. yeah yeah um 
Yeah, I, I I mean we jumped into the multiplayer. The multiplayer also is so much better now than it was a month and a half ago when it launched. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, at first it was there was only one playlist you could play, mm-hmm. and there was no like selection within that basically and so yeah. i found it very challenging as someone who you know hasn't played much halo and certainly hasn't played it in a long long time mm-hmm. to just jump into all these objective based modes and mm-hmm. and it said you know it said slayer i can't remember if it was team or free for all but it said slayer was in the list but that never once yeah yeah, yeah never <laughs> once did i get to play slayer um, <laughs> and so it's all like capture the flag and like oddball and mm-hmm. i can't remember what else is in in that list but it was like as someone who is new to the the game and the way that it plays and even like you know like didn't know so many things like oh if you sprint that's when you appear on the map like all that sort of stuff which is like that's probably been the case for 20 years like um (laughs) to to not have any of that knowledge and to go into these objective based modes like didn't go very well for me and so for the first little while of playing it was like this is like oh like i can't it was just like i don't know how much more i want to play until we have more choice over what we play because like i can't it's so hard to get used to yeah yeah i feel like the 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 early multiplayer thing was was a great decision and also a really poor decision i i I think the reason it was great is that you had all these players who were still i mean the halo 3 servers the multiplayer servers just got shut down a few like days last ago. week or something like, yeah 100 yeah. percent. so there are still people who have been and obviously like halo championships are are still a huge massive thing um and so you've got this this player base who were like still playing on those same servers and still like really loving it and they got this early gift of being able to just jump from one game to the next and and be able to kind of jump straight in and and be in these objective based modes and really own it really like be amazing and i and i yeah, saw some right. absolutely incredible players in that first you know couple of weeks um but and the maps at this point are they new maps or are they maps from previous games there i could be wrong in saying this because i also have a terrible memory for things um i feel like all of them are new maps okay. i think they definitely draw inspiration sure um from from older maps and i think what's what's nice about that in a way is that one of the things I really like visually in in the campaign more you see it than than in multiplayer, um, but this the the Halo rings like they've always kind of been this green lush, uh, you know, very hilly, very like full of trees and greenery and things like that. Um, I think what's cool in this in the campaign is that there's all these kind of like um, hexagonal like mm-hmm. artifact pillars and stuff that come out of it, and it feels a lot more alien and it feels a lot more like it's I'm like not manufactured just, or something yeah 100 yeah. which i really like um and the point that i'm, I'm referencing that is that there's the in previous halo games and especially in some of the multiplayer maps they kind of very much either stuck with the very green aesthetic or it would be you would be in like an elite base or it would be mm. like a, a brute base or whatever so it was it was very kind of separated into like oh it's either super lush and green or it's uh it's this very kind of alien looking uh, base or whatever and um, which was very cool and very stylistic but i think in the multiplayer maps this time they've done a much better job of blending that um, so it all feels very cohesive and it all feels very much part of the same world which is is really cool uh, i i really like that about it but um yeah i just i i feel like the it was good and it was and it was bad as well because i i agree with you and as someone who i mean there, there was moments uh in 
my life where like it would be like I would go to work and come home and I would immediately <laughs> jump onto Halo yeah, and yeah. play a bunch of hours of multiplayer online. Not last night, and then right? I, <laughs> yeah, uh, and then I would go to bed early in the morning and then wake up for work the next day and rinse and repeat. To the point where uh, my wife and I used to play Halo online all the time, mm-hmm. and that was just like it was just one of the the things that we did, and it and it was awesome for us, and we loved it. Um, to the point where we played it so often that actually in my wedding speech, I referenced us playing <laughs> Halo a lot all the time. Um, and so we, we spent a lot of time in Halo. So, But it has been a long time since I've played Halo. So my point is being able to jump back into those multiplayer modes. Even I was just like, wait, what are the buttons again? Like, how do I do this yeah. again? Because Halo feels very different multiplayer to most other multiplayer games that I've played, especially most other multiplayer shooters. Right. Um, there is a very specific way to move and a very specific way to like, you know, you've got to take their armor off, then quickly switch to your pistol to get the headshot to kill them quicker. And like, there's all these kind of like, hold on, let me write this down. Yeah. Right. Uh, All these kind of like meta game things that you kind of, the the most efficient way to do things. And I had forgotten all that. Like the muscle memory wasn't there anymore. So I had to kind of relearn all that. But, uh, but no, the multiplayer is very, very good now. Mm Mm-hmm. It certainly didn't feel very, very good mm-hmm. jumping into the, the first Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. Well, and at that point, and still even, like, still even now, like, the most fun I've had playing this game is, like, when you and Shane, like, Shane ended up coming on as well. Yeah. Or I was playing with Shane and you came on, I can't remember. Yeah. Um, but just, like, I don't know. It's, like, such a weird thing. Like, this is my friend from, is in Alaska right now, and this yeah. is my friend that's, like, 20 minutes from me. Yeah. We don't know each other, <laughs> but let's play Halo together. And 100%. I don't play a lot of online games, and, it's, and like, um, to, to I don't know, to just have that. And then, you know, we're all, like, trash-talking each other and, like, everything like that, and it's just so much fun. And then when you and myself and Linda Louise, your wife, mm-hmm. just jumped into, like, a private match, and I think this was when it was still the trash playlist yeah. only and so yeah, yeah it was the first time we I like got to actually like explore and um you know like spend time on these maps and we were just playing like free for all or something yeah. so it was just like super fun and not just because i won every time like it was just legitimately <laughs> uh, just legitimately like just you I don't couldn't know. you couldn't just leave that one out and you had, had to, to be like because it probably if sure. we, it would never it'll never happen again so um <laughs> but yeah just like i don't know like teabagging each other and like swearing at each other so much and yeah i don't know it's like it harkened to like playing like mario kart on like online type thing where yeah. you just like you're you're all close friends but you're fucking swearing at each other and, and, I, and everything I, the whole time yeah and, and I, I genuinely think there's there's something that's that's really nice about that and and i remember one of my fondest memories of any halo game ever is there used to be a mode where it was like a kind of uh waves mode and it was around the time where like gears of wars horde mode was like yeah. a massive thing and so a bunch of games emulated it and i can't i think it was reach i could be remembering this completely wrong but i think it was reach that emulated that as well and they had their own version of a kind of horde mode and you could like go in with like three of your buddies and you and and just fight waves and waves and waves of monsters and there was a group of my friends at university who all loved halo and we would all take like multiple xboxes to someone's house and we'd have yeah. multiple tvs set up and and like those are the kind of memories that that always bring me back to halo and that like any time i think of any kind of like land party or anything like that halo is always the game i think of and you're right it's that it's that thing of like being with a group of friends and it doesn't matter if you're good or or if you're terrible at the game or whatever you can still have so much fun totally like some of halo is just so ridiculous and the idea of it as well like that you're these 
seven and a half foot genetically modified humans that are stolen at birth to become super soldiers running around a map smashing each other with gravity hammers like that's a ridiculous thing um but it it's just so much fun and and i think infinite for me has that feel about it and and as you say like when me you and shane or when me you and linda louise were playing it was it it took me back to those those kind of things and and i i felt like i was 22 again (laughs) and and it was a really cool thing um yeah it's it's a lot of fun it's a blast yeah yeah and more fun and then they you know they've had a couple of like events since then so there was like Mm -hmm. a samurai themed event that i can't remember what it was called but it was like a free-for-all fiesta mode uh so you started start with like random weapons every time you respawn Mm -hmm. um which you know it's like i i found that very fun obviously it's like how well you'll do between deaths like can largely (laughs) depend on what you spawn with um but it just keeps it like i mean it makes it forces you as a new player i liked it because it forced me to try weapons i might not pick up otherwise um because you're just obviously it's forced into your hands um and it and it just like i don't know it was like a weird like sillier feeling mode than anything i had really played at that point yeah um and then the current event which is some sort of like cyberpunk visor themed event Mm. and and the event's basically like it's kind of a a separate like there's a battle pass which we'll talk about Mm -hmm. um but then there's like a separate kind of pass for the event itself and so you can like basically do like one challenge which is how you level up your passes Mm -hmm. that have to do with the event each day um and the event is usually associated associated with a specific game type so the current event is like an attrition uh game mode which i had never played before and played a bunch last night and thought it was super cool it's basically it's like team slayer except your um all of the respawns come from like the same pool so there's not like mm-hmm. rather than rather than like it counting up to 50 it's like you have your you know your four lives and then like seven more deaths basically and then, yeah and then once your team dies you're out type thing so it's yeah. much more fast paced than team slayer would go mm-hmm. uh and then it's like a two out of three rounds to win type thing so it just seemed like i don't know it seemed more uh like it seemed more like a game, more like a more like a sport, sporty yeah. type mode, uh, when you're not just shooting shooting for like the score. Which yeah, I don't know. It was pretty cool though. I really like that mode as well. Um, yeah, I think Halo, like multiplayer Halo, is has for me anyway. Other than four and five, uh, which we just those were the dark days. <laughs> we, just, we just don't talk about four and five. But um, you know, it, it genuinely has all the time had that kind of feel. Like it's always been a little bit silly and and. Um, like those modes that you're talking about. I mean, I would, I would typically like Linda Louise and I in particular would always play what used to be called a uh, SWAT, a team SWAT. And, um, but it's now called tactical slayer. I think yeah. where you kind of start with a BR, uh, uh, battle rifle. Uh, and, um, you know, there's no radar no. and, and yeah. no there's no shield there. either. There's right. No it's shield, just like, basically. Yeah. Um, so you're, you're kind of aiming for headshots. So it's very like quick and fast paced. So we yeah. used to play that a lot. Yeah, that, but, that mode is crazy too like we oh, yeah. played it i i can't remember if we played together but i played it a bit and it's like i don't know it's just like people you people like are they figure out like the sight lines of the map like uh, if yeah, i 100%. if i cross this <laughs> spot with my like cur- with my crosshair in this yeah. spot like there's a good chance someone will be coming through there Someone's like it's peak and wild yeah, yeah uh yeah like it's i don't know it's super like sometimes seeing yourself get killed like and you're like three frames out from around the corner and like, like yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, 100%. So we, we used to play that a bunch, but like uh, anytime that we would jump into any one of those, like any anytime a mode like that would come up, it's like, oh, you know, you spawn with a random weapon. We would kind of jump in there because it, yeah. it is so much fun. And I, I feel like, 
you know, other game, other shooters, like, you know, the Call of Duty has, like, I think it's called Gun Game, where, like, you start with, like, a knife or whatever, and every time you kill someone, your your yeah. weapon, like, upgrades or whatever. Yeah. Gun Game is super, that was, like, from Counter-Strike back in the day, I think. Oh, yeah, I think you yeah. might be right, actually. Yeah. But, and, yeah, yeah, Call of Duty does have it now as well, which uh, I, I used to play that all the time in Call of Duty, so that was sure. so fun. And, and, it, and it, they, they are fun as well, but I just, I don't know, for me, and I, this is probably coming from someone who, again, has, has played Halo since Halo combat evolved on on xbox and has played every single one of them through but um you know it just i i don't think anyone has ever really done it like halo has done it and, and right. despite halo having a uh a, a good few as i say dark days uh in the last few years like infinite infinite for me has has come back it's the first like really multiplayer focused game in a in a long time that i've kind of thought you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna jump on and play a couple of rounds of halo totally like, yeah well yeah i've uh, been doing that yeah like, quite a bit and i for you know for the most part like aside from this and like uh, the other the last instance of it was probably so long ago i can't even recall it mm-hmm. i never play online multiplayer games unless i'm like specifically playing with people yeah like people that i know like i'll never just go and randomly play a game yeah yeah, and like I've picked up a few of the Call of Duties over the years and things like that, and it sort of scratches an itch for for you know a couple of weeks. But um, as I say, this is this has definitely got its uh, got its hooks in me uh, for sure. And like the, so the last one for me, actually, that was probably Call of Duty, but mm. most of the time it would just be with other people. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's still like some work to well, there's still probably a bunch of work, but there's still work to be done within the multiplayer as well. The multiplayer yeah. runs on like a battle pass system and that's part of uh why multiplayer is free for everyone. So it's not just if you have Game Pass, even if you don't have Game Pass, even if you're not paying anything, you can download the multiplayer portion. Mm-hmm. Uh and then you have the option to purchase like a battle pass, which I think in Canada is like fourteen bucks or something. I think so. And you know, just like in it, it's, it's, it's the same as a battle pass in every other game where you have a certain amount of levels and and every level you basically unlock a new cosmetic or a new like emblem or a new like you know sticker thing to put on your gun or whatnot. Yeah. Um, the only difference between this and other uh, battle passes is in other battle passes you level up. <laughs> and, and in this one i've played i you know i looked at my time and it and it's a mix of um multiplayer and campaign and it doesn't split it so i don't know exactly but i've played the game for about 18 hours and i'm on like level eight of the battle pass yeah so, which does not feel very far at all um yeah. you you're on you're much higher on the battle pass than me though, well I, I i i worked out this uh, thing and and I'm only a higher level because they they did make a change. So initially, um, it it was just the challenges that you yeah. got and you had to complete those challenges, or Which, you didn't you didn't level up. That was a it. lot of them were super hard because yeah, you know, because especially because it was only the objective based modes. Uh, mm-hmm. And it would be like super specific, like kill three yeah. of this with like w- with this gun or something, and it yeah. was just like Quiet things that wouldn't organically mode. happen. Yeah. And yeah. I don't think you could skip the like no. you wouldn't have a skip for any of the challenges either. Uh, I, I and I think you can earn the sort of swaps, um, but only once you level up. And obviously, yeah. if you can't level up, you don't earn the swaps and blah blah blah. Um, so I I only kind of started really leveling up because um, I once they start to change it so that you could earn XP for every game that you played, regardless of whether you yes, beat a challenge yeah. or not, um, then there was, there's like XP boosters that you can yeah. get. Um, and so that that's how I did it, is essentially I would be like, okay, yeah, I can I can commit to this for the next hour. 
stick a booster on and then yeah. play a whole bunch of games, get double XP for that hour. And then I would stop because I'm like, well, I'm not going to earn as much XP. And this, <laughs> is, this is, this is part of the, the real problem. Uh, and I, and I, I hate the battle pass for Halo. I hate it. I hate it with mm. such a deep passion. Um, and again, I'm going to reference reach here, uh, in Reach's multiplayer, you know, you could earn your cosmetics by, you know, it was things like complete the campaign on legendary to get, mm, you know, right. X, Y, and Z set of armor, not just like a shoulder. Oh, pack. now it's it was yeah, like yeah, the full it's set. Like, yeah. Um, and then it was, it was all based on like, it were the challenges were there and it was a similar type of thing. It wasn't a battle pass, but it was like, you know, once you hit 200 headshots or a thousand headshots mm, okay. while playing, you know, you can unlock this armor. So or, like in call of duty, when you're yeah. unlocking like different weapon skins. Yeah. A hundred percent. And it, and it was all based around that and it wasn't a pass and that felt good. That felt like you could achieve something because you'd be able to play a couple games and be like, Oh, I'm like, you know, there was this moment where you'd be like, oh, I'm 50 headshots away from getting that new helmet. Yeah. I'm going to play another like five games and see what I can do. Yeah. And that would, that encourages you to play more. I think genuinely the battle pass system for Halo encourages you to only play at specific times. And right. it's really, really silly. It's really dumb. And I get why, because they wanted to have it free for everyone for the multiplayer. And so you have to have a battle pass system. Right. Because everyone has a battle pass. <laughs> um, but genuinely, I, th I think it's hurting it. I, I genuinely think it's going to hurt the Halo yeah. multiplayer long term. Because um, I don't think everyone's going to keep their interest. I think there's always going to be the diehard multiplayer Halo fans yeah. um, who will stick around, but I, I genuinely don't think... Because I, the, the other thing about this is anytime there's like this absolute monster game for a specific genre, everyone tries to copy it to try and kill it. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I'll right. steal their player base. And we've seen it with World of Warcraft. We've seen a whole bunch of MMOs who have tried, and then they all go free to play because no one's going to be able to kill WoW. You just yeah. can't. Um, and then, you know, Fort <laughs> only Blizzard can kill only WoW. Blizzard from the inside can kill WoW. Uh, and, you know, when when Fortnite did the whole battle pass thing, I, I'm not sure whether they were the first ones that did it, but they've certainly made the biggest success out of it. Yes, totally. Um, you know, it feels like every multiplayer game now is like, oh, we'll do free Even to play. Even like Michaela bought a Fortnite battle pass at one point. Yeah, like, and, and that's all, wild. We've, we've all done it. We've all been there. We've all been in that dark space. Where oh, I don't mind buy buying the battle. I, I feel like if I'm playing the game, sure enough that I think you know, I like in when Warzone came out, I think I bought seasons like two, three, and four maybe, yeah. and then f I bought four, and it's like, of course, it's like this the system feeds you stuff enough, like where I'm like, I'm buying $15 worth of COD points or whatever. Mm -hmm. And now I'm buying the battle pass for 12. And if I finish the battle pass, which I did for seasons two and three, like mm. you earn enough COD points back to, to buy get, your next one. Yeah. And um, that's, that's where they get you. It, so the, but that's so encouraging to keep playing. Unlike what they're doing here as well. Well, see, I, I think it's encouraging to a certain point. Now you and I have both discussed before that. Yes, we, we have some time to play games, right. but it's, it monopolizes my time. So you mm. either have to say, yeah, I'm going to spend the 15 bucks on the battle pass and, and play nothing else other than this multiplayer so sure. that I can earn that enough sense. points yeah. to get the next battle pass. Um, but honestly, for me, that puts me entirely off. I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm out. Um, <laughs> but you're also saying this, which is not giving you enough, is also putting you off. Yeah. But I, and like, I, I, so what puts you on, Doogie? <sighs> this campaign. This campaign, <laughs> but I mean, also like, 
Halo is one of those things like I'll be able to like jump in. I I'm not gonna. I did buy the battle pass for the first yeah, season yeah. just to see how it would go. Well, and um, they're doing different things differently with these two in that it's not sure. like a like the COD battle pass would be like in 180 days this battle pass is over. But these ones like don't expire or something, right? Oh no, so they do. So oh, this, they do. This one's on. I think. If I'm remembering right, I think the first one's on for six months. I think they've announced that seasons two and three are going to be like three months. Okay. So I think it's going to be a similar thing. I feel um, like I thought there was something where the battle pass, like you could continue working on them or something. Oh, I might I, not have. I might. I don't wrong. know. Though. I might be I wrong too. Um, but yeah, I just, I just, I kind of just hate it for Halo. I just, I think they're, they're, I don't know. It, it makes me kind of feel like they're not maybe understanding their demographic or maybe sure. i'm just completely wrong i might be <laughs> the only one who who feels this way but i just kind of hate it for halo i just i would rather be like you know go play the campaign for a bunch of hours and complete sure. legendary and yeah. give well you and to be, there to be fair there's there are cosmetics that you also find in the campaign there are that go over to multiplayer for sure there yeah. are and but again i feel like it's like they're stickers for your armor or they're oh like yeah they're pretty lame. That you yeah. Put on your yeah. Warthog, whereas, <laughs> which <laughs> like most i feel like most of the battle pass stuff so like i'm only level eight so i haven't seen very much mm. of it and i haven't bought the battle pass mm. because like i'm like when i see something cool that's what like i'll buy the battle pass because obviously yeah. you unlock everything you unlock to that point but it's mm-hmm. like here's like a little bag for your hip and like yeah. here's like a number seven sticker instead of the number four sticker that you already had like yeah not nothing so far has made me be like i'm gonna spend 15 dollars on this yeah yeah. Well, they they nearly had me as well, and I and I point I'm saying they nearly those had cat ears me. though. Those I had, cat ears. Like, they went so like everyone I felt like for a yeah, while was yeah. wearing the cat ears. But I was gonna say that that they they suckered me into the battle pass this time because the first season is called Heroes of Reach, and as mm-hmm. I have already said, Reach I think other than Infinite is my favorite Halo game. And so the there's like armor sets that you can have, and you can unlock pieces of armor, and the sets that are there at the moment in the battle pass are all of the characters from reach it's their okay. armor yeah so of course when i saw this i was like well i have to i have to do this like <laughs> i have to do it but again it's not it's not been enough for me because i'm like no because you're you're money grabbing horrible people and you, <laughs> you, you're not gonna let me earn them through just playing the game you're gonna make me earn them and pay for the privilege of earning them mm-hmm. um, and it hurt my feelings derek i was very sad <laughs> <laughs> yeah made me real sad that's fair they have said though that like because the we're talking about the beginning beginning and now they've added it where yeah at least for the first number of games you play it's like 300 experience then mm-hmm. 200 then one you know so you can get a chunk every day they have talked about um, you know, hearing everyone's feedback and they are planning bigger changes to the battle pass. Yeah. Um, I think that these, like these chunks of experience, which are produce every game you play, those are like a stock gap, I think, because they said, you know, what they actually will do is going to take longer than, you know, Mm -hmm. this was kind of like get people to shut up for a while. Yeah. Um, which they haven't. So (laughs) I I mean, it's, but it's better and more fun than it was for sure. Um, and they've also talked about they're working on, you know, they've heard feedback. I haven't looked in like the real money store, um, at all yet, which is just cosmetics again that you can purchase, um, instead of like earning different ones. But they have also talked about like one of their priorities right now is lowering the cost of those Mm -hmm. items because they've heard the feedback that it's too expensive. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, for the I, I I can't remember off the top of my head, but I feel like there's, you know, bundles that you can buy that's like an armor set and then kind of stickers and emblems to go along with that. And I want to say that buying one of those is like twenty five bucks or something. Um, Which I mean, like, why are people freaking out? Because it's the same price as they were in like Warzone and stuff. I mean, it 
it is, but again, I, I think, honestly, for me, and I don't know, maybe this is just a, a weird separation thing in my brain, <laughs> but like, I kind of almost expect that from Call of Duty, and especially okay. because part of their main thing is is Warzone, which again has has taken off in the battle royale thing, and and because right. they, you know that, I kind of almost feel like the Call of Duty games are all just servicing Warzone at this point. Um, I oh, it feels you, like it for sure. I, yeah. I couldn't tell you the last person who I talked to that's like, you know what, really, this Call of Duty campaign is like real, <laughs> real story driven stuff, um, but. So I, I kind of expect it from there, but I I just I guess I just didn't expect it from from Halo, and I, and I think that's maybe what's putting me off personally is I'm kind okay. of like oh this feels really different and a bit gross, mm. um, and I'm not as attached to it, so I'm like this feels like a game in 2022. Yeah, maybe yeah. and maybe that's it. Maybe I just have nostalgia goggles on, which I probably do. I'm very guilty of that kind of thing, but um, yeah, I just I just don't like the battle pass at all. Um, we'll probably move on from multiplayer and talk about the campaign in a sec. Before that, have you adjusted your controls at all? Like not the like, you know, dead zones and that, that sort of stuff. But have you actually swapped any buttons? I have. You have. Uh, what have you? What have your swaps I have, been? So my uh, melee button and my is it? It's not grenades. My melee button and I think to crouch uh, are swapped because that is the 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 button set that i have always used so i think Mali i think is on b now uh and crouch is clicking in one of the sticks mm, okay but that's, that's it and that's it yeah i've i've done some stuff <laughs> i because I, <laughs> I melee choices. a lot i melee a lot so i yeah. moved melee to the right bumper which is typically um it's i think no, in no. grenades, those left bumper, right bumper oh, yeah, is like yeah. your your accessory thing. Yes, so the yeah, grapple yeah, yeah. shot or the shield or the repulsor or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so and then I moved the uh, the the accessory to I don't know. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great else. question. <laughs> Wherever melee is by default, I guess you know I have the elite controller, so I have paddles too. So I'm like, yeah. I, you know, usually I use my equipment on the rear back, like the rear left paddle. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to think of the actual face buttons. And then when I'm in multiplayer, like I'm pretty much the only person I've seen that is always marking where enemies are. Um, yeah. Nobody does that, and it's like you should why you should do this. People should do this. <laughs> but I moved that to clicking in the right stick, which makes it much easier mm. than because by default it's like up on the D pad like yes. who and so you know at that point if you've not remapped it i don't blame you because it's super awkward to go and press <laughs> that and it's like so precise that like if you're not like right on the dude or really close to it it's just like you're just it's marking just, an yeah. area with nothing in it For type sure. thing even though yeah. like the enemy's like four pixels away from that yeah um so so moving that has has helped me because it's then i can like click 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 yeah and i'm on the fifth click like and, then, and i should own up so. as well you're you're totally right i do have one of the the razor uh xbox controllers which does have a couple of additional like shoulder buttons yeah so i have actually remapped um one of those buttons to mimic up on the d-pad so i can mm, okay uh, tag from tag from there yeah and yeah i just when we were talking about multiplayer, there's a thought that has occurred to me, and you were talking about the the sort of accessories, the armor accessories. Here's another reason why Reach is amazing, um, <laughs> and why I wish they had done the same in Infinite, and they didn't. The one thing that really upset, not really upsets me. I'm not like storm, you sound pretty storm, upset. I mean, I am kind of upset, but I'm not really upset, Derek. You have to. There's there's a big distinction between me being a little bit upset and really upset. I'm a you little know, like bit upset. A, as upset as like a PlayStation fan who just heard the Activision news. 
Um, no, I don't even think I'm that upset. Because based it. on Reddit, it's pretty upset. Yeah, yeah. I okay. I'm not even that upset. <laughs> perturbed, maybe. Let's say I'm perturbed uh, at the fact that in in Reach, you used to be able to before you went into a multiplayer game, you used to be able to choose what kind of armor accessory you had. So what kind oh, of ability really? you had. Um, so there was one that uh, like allowed you to go invisible for a little bit. There was one that allowed you to like send out a mimic of yourself that would like run forward and be able to trick enemies. Mm. There was one that was more like a bubble shield, so you could like place it on the ground and it would it would have like a little bubble around you, so that if someone was throwing a grenade at you, you could like toss that down and it would protect you from the blast and things like that. I miss that. I really miss that because the, the multiplayer in this, you don't start with anything, and there's just like ones yeah. throughout the map. And honestly, I feel like most of them are garbage. <laughs> the, the only one that's really good, as we have discussed, is the grapple shot, which yeah, right. admittedly is worth it all by itself. Yeah, uh, I it, I yeah. don't know. I I saw because what are the main ones? There's the um, there's like the dash. Which yep. someone, when I was playing last night, I was like, did this person, like, are they cheating somehow? Because <laughs> they all of a sudden, like, we were shooting each other from, like, medium range. And then all of a sudden, they were at me and punched me. And then it yeah. wasn't until, like, five minutes later, I was like, oh, he dashed. Um, <laughs> so at that point, it seemed really cool. And I've seen several videos. I've never seen it, like, used mm. well in a match. But I've seen several videos, like, on TikTok of the, like, repulsor. Where, like, someone will shoot a rocket. And then someone does the repulsor thing. And then it shoots right back at the person mm. that shot it. And it's the coolest looking thing. Yeah. Um, that said, though, like, the you know just the ones you're talking about in reach like the making like the decoy that yeah. sounds awesome well the decoy was always great because it like typically in in halo games you tend to find that there's, there's a lot of folk who like you know they'll go they'll approach a door and like wait on one side of the door yes, wait for a yeah. second look at their mini map and then go okay there's no one there and run through so what i used to do and it was my favorite thing in the world to do is i would run straight up to a door send out my decoy and pause so the decoy would be on their mini map as movement but i would i would stop being the movement and then mm. they would run forward to try and uh melee kill the decoy and then i would run up behind them and <laughs> kill them yeah and they used to have these really cool like uh, assassination animations where if you went behind someone and meleeed them you would like do a cool thing where like you would trip them and you would like pull a knife at your armor and like stab them and it mm. was all really cool and and atmospheric and and it was awesome um, and they've done away with that as well you just kind of like punch them in the back and they're like oh that was enough to kill this enormously powered space marine um so like you know, there's little bits like that that I I don't think have the same kind of uh, aesthetic. But for someone who said and raved about this game, I feel like I've been very negative about it. <laughs> uh, it it feel what I will say is that the the gameplay of it feels so super smooth. Like it feels it so good, and and it looks insanely gorgeous. Like yeah, I, well, I and it's you, on the Series X as well. The quality oh, mode is 4K 60, and it looks yeah, great. It's so. unreal. It's unreal to look at. And I know you had mentioned earlier on, like some of the original trailers were a bit like, oh, is this <laughs> is this infinite? Is, is this a late gen Xbox yeah, 360? Yeah, 100. So, um, so it was nice to really kind of jump in and 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 kind of see the uh, see how 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 good it is. Totally. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and especially like in the in the campaign, like when you're because in the multiplayer, like if you get the grapple shot, like you have a few shots and they take like a while yeah. to recharge. But in the multi or in the campaign, it's like pretty fast. Like every couple seconds, you can do it. Yeah. So sometimes when you're like just whipping through areas and it's like flying by you so fast, it feels really, really good. And this is it. And we should probably talk about the campaign as well. Yeah, because... we're gonna talk about the campaign. Um, yeah. Let me play a quick word from our friends at One Hit Thunder first. Each week on the One Hit Thunder podcast. We welcome a special guest to come take a deep dive into a one-hit wonder artist with us. 
and together we decide if that artist brought the one-hit thunder or was nothing more than a one-hit blunder. You can find One Hit Thunder anywhere that you listen to podcasts. So hit that subscribe button and join in on the fun each week. How much time have you put in the campaign so far? Whereabouts are you? That is a really good question. Uh, and we should probably say spoilers ahead. And it's been a while since I've actually jumped into the campaign, admittedly. So I don't know the exact point that I'm on. But I think I'm coming to... The 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 sort of ring is split up. There's these like islands almost. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm about to head to like the last sort of section the last section is about to open up mm, okay and um, so i feel like i'm i'm really far through i feel like i'm i'm getting close to so have you already done you've you've done the like there's a one point where you have to go basically across most of the map and like mm-hmm. go to these like the beacons the beacons yeah i've done done the beacons and i think i've once you do the beacons there's like a big boss fight with like a like an airship type thing I've done that, or there's a bunch of the the flying. Uh, oh my goodness! There's a whole bunch of, and you've got to kill like three of them at once, and it's a really frustrating fight. I've done that. So <laughs> okay, I'm I don't know if I've done that. Mm. I'm at that so, point. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is like it's just been really cool so far. I just wondered where about you where I did the beacons, and then I'm inside of the place where you go after. Um, mm. after you get, after you get all the info from the beacons. Uh, and I've, I think I'm approaching the end of that chunk, mm. which I don't know. It feels like it's like halfway through maybe. You think, I feel like it's wrapping up. I feel you think? like it's, I, you think? I feel like it's, it's getting close. Um, I mean, again, I could be entirely wrong here. Um, but I, I feel like it's getting pretty close to wrapping up. Uh, what have you enjoyed about it so far? I mean, if I haven't said it enough, the 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 grapple shot, <laughs> the grapple shot, <laughs> and no, seriously, uh, the I, as I said kind of previously, like I I think what surprised me most um, about it is the 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 sort of open world, and I and when I say sort of open world, it's just because you can't just go anywhere straight off the bat. Like there right. are sort of linear sections that open up the map gradually as you go, um, which I've really enjoyed. I've really enjoyed that style of it because there, there's sometimes where you'll sit down uh, and I'm sure you've experienced this as well, where you're like, Do you know what? I'm really in the mood to go story missions and, and hammer out some of the story. Totally. And then there's sometimes you'll be like, I want to grapple shot around the map and see if I can <laughs> grapple shot into a Banshee and then like just dive that straight into a big pack of brutes and just have fun. And, and what's really cool about that is that that's not, you've not really been able to do that. I mean, you could do that in certain levels in Halo before that are a bit more open um but it feels like the first time you've just been able to kind of just have a blast with it and just really kind of be like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna hunt down some brutes and and go have fun um which has been really great i think the 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 story for a halo game is pretty standard fare again mm-hmm. we don't talk about four and five because they're <laughs> terrible um, I, I remember i can't remember if, if it was four or five but i just remember like they had so I, I go to the movie theater a lot um and they had it was every time i would go which was like two or three times a week yeah. there was like an, a halo ad and 
it made me so interested in playing Halo because all of us, like Master Chief seemed like he was the bad guy yeah. or something. Like it everyone was, was after him. That was fine. And I was like, what the heck? How can they be after Master Chief? I need to play all the Halo games to figure this out. And I can't play five until I've played the other ones because I really am interested in seeing what happened. And I never played it, obviously. Yeah. So and I don't, still don't know what happened or why he was a bad guy, but he seems like he's in everyone's good graces again at well, this point. I, yeah, I, I, can, I can give you the, the real brief because it's so easy to explain. Basically after saying from the first halo game that master chief is like the last of the spartans he mm-hmm. because again reach is where it all goes wrong for the spartans and they all die and blah 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 master chief's the last one he is and even in the synopsis for this they're like he's humanity's last hope yeah um they go through this whole big thing about it's him and cortana which is like his ai and their relationship they're the last ones alive to do this to really bring it on home the 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 last hope type of thing. And then they get to five and they're like, Oh, hold on. Not only are there other Spartans left, Mm. but actually master chief has this team of Spartans that hang out (laughs) with him. And uh, they've, they've been with him the whole time. And they've been, they've been like, they went to boot camp with him and like, they're his little compadres and that's who they are. Um, and also, there's this what? other Spartan team <laughs> yeah. um, that uh, are led by you know someone who's meant to to be the anti Master Chief, um, but he's meant to be like the the law abiding one because Master Chief's a loose cannon, mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. need to hunt him down because he's gone off the rails and he's trying to help Cortana, who turns out also to be the bad guy. Um, and then they, there's this big moment that leads up to the most anticlimactic fight that happens in a cutscene. <laughs> You don't even get to do it. It's a oh, really? fight. And then by the end of the fight, they throw like three punches. And then they're like, ah, I suppose you're not too bad, Master Chief. I understand. I forgive you. And that's <laughs> it. And that like, and it's oh, I just, uh, yeah. If you don't, if you can't sense the frustration in my brain. <laughs> it, I, it, where, like, how did he have a group of, of other Master Chief friends? Unexplained. Where were they throughout the rest of the games? Unexplained. They just, Is this they, the Marvel Cinematic weird. Universe or something? <laughs> and it, yeah, like, it, oh, it turns out we were here the whole time, but someone told us not to do anything, yeah, so we're not, and it, we didn't and, until now. Yeah, and it just and it, so I'm glad that they've gone back and and they've they've kind of retconned the mistake in a way, but they sort of I like an in infinite in the campaign as you're going through, like you're, you're on a halo ring that um, there's this sort of new branch of, of brutes who are more ruthless than ever. And they're like, they're, they, they see their mission is to wipe out the Spartans basically. And um, so what I do like is that as you're going through this ring, you do find all these Spartan like bodies that have clearly been decimated yes, by these yeah. brutes, which I thought was kind of cool because they're, again, they're going back to this idea that like, you're one of a kind and, and, that's yeah, how right. this should be. You shouldn't have a team of Spartans with you. It should be you versus the world. And, and that's what's great about Halo. That's what's very Halo about Halo. So I, I did find that kind of cool that... Um, so these are all the the bodies that you find throughout the game. They're like his group from Halo 5? I, no, I don't, I don't think they are. But like I just I just like the fact that like mm, okay. as you're going through, it, it's that desperate thing. It's that desperation of you're the, the last one. You're this, this unique entity that's here and there's no one other like you and and you know it, you always want to play the hero right and and it just in in halo 5 it just it felt like they were trying to do a call of duty type, uh-huh. like 
oh, we're going to court-martial the chief and blah, 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 <laughs> military jargon. And it just like, no, this isn't that type of game. Like, stop, take a breath, go back, rethink, come back when you're ready. Um, but I, I think they've nailed it so far. Like, I know I haven't finished the story yet. Like, yeah. it, it, it still feels very Halo, but it's very... Uh, the, the stuff that they've added in um, has just almost made it seem more Halo in a way, uh, <laughs> which is, is really great. Yeah. Um, the armor abilities all still suck, though. I don't think I've used anything else other than the grapple shot because it's the best. Yeah, there. I that was one thing I was going to mention. The controls in the campaign are super annoying for that stuff. Yeah. Because you have well, and because you there's like four types of grenades, and you can hold like two of each type, mm-hmm. and so you basically have to like left on the D pad will like open the tiny little grenade menu that's that's like down in the corner of the heads up display and then you have to like remember which direction to like push based on that to select the right grenade and then it's similar with the armor abilities as well it's just right on the pad and then you have to like look and you can never remember which ones they are like i don't know why they couldn't just do you know do like a standard like weapon wheel type thing like every other game on the planet that like pops up in the middle of the screen so like you can actually see it like and you're also having to look at all those tiny little menus while there's a whole host of gunfire that's going totally yeah yeah yeah. like if you're trying to switch to like the drop shield or something like yeah like it's so hard to remember which one is which and so i'm (laughs) always having to look down and you're you're switching at the worst possible times Mm -hmm. like it's i don't know it seems so clunky that aspect and and you're right like you know i i do find you know not not so much the drop shield but there's like the one that um shows you like where guys are so it like can show you like through walls or like mm-hmm. if there's an invisible guy i do find that quite useful but it's awkward enough to like i would use it way more if they had a better system to switch to it yeah it's funny like and and they've done a, a slightly clever thing in that like when you we should say for anyone that hasn't played you you get these armor abilities because you find these dead spartans mm-hmm. and it's kind of their armor ability that you can interface with your ai <laughs> it's always right at the point where it would be useful yeah exactly and that's going to be my point is that there's always like a boss fight after it that's like oh this this guy can go invisible like you should have an armor ability that that shows you where anyone is even if they're yeah. invisible um but that is the only time that I have used that ability. And like your example of like, you know, being able to like kind of sneak up and see through the wall and, and be like, oh, there's guys there. I'll, I'll go around this way. Why? Like just grapple, like the beat, be Spider-Man. <laughs> this is this is grapple so shotting cool. into enemies is it's extremely satisfying best. and it yeah. feels so much fun and you can because you can upgrade it like it eventually becomes this like you know it, it like you can stun an enemy with it if you grapple shot them so you stun them pull yourself towards them and as you're moving you can hold down this like big melee attack that becomes like an aoe thing as well it's so overpowered and ridiculous mm-hmm. and it's the best thing ever <laughs> and and Every Halo game in the future has to have the grapple shot, or oh, they've ruined the series. Oh, like... it's it's now going to be Spider Spider Chief. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's it. Spider Chief is his new name. <laughs> what um what difficulty are you playing on in the campaign? It's a good question. I don't think I went the standard. I think I bumped it up one. Like to heroic. Uh, yeah, I don't think yeah. I'm on legendary. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, it doesn't feel too hard yeah um and it doesn't feel way way easy either yeah Um, yeah i've been and i don't know if you can change it partway through i should probably should have looked but i've been playing on normal and i feel like normal is too easy Mm -hmm. um like i've i've probably died more times because of like 
screwed something up and fallen off the map, <laughs> then then I have like buy enemy fire yeah. type thing. Yeah. Like there's 100%. definitely been a few times, but um it it has never felt like and I've been playing like, you know, I've been playing Returnal lately, which is very hard. Like, <laughs> it feels like nothing compared to a game like that. Yeah. Um, so I wish that I and for for example, I, over the holiday season, I went to visit a friend and he was starting to play through all the Halo games. And so we played a bunch of um, of the co-op campaign for the mm. first Halo and we were playing on Heroic and it felt way more fun because it actually felt like a challenge yeah. but that was so much harder than playing Infinite on regular for mm-hmm. sure um, yeah so I would if you're comfortable with shooters at all I would definitely recommend starting it on Heroic because yeah. or starting on Normal and, and seeing if you can switch part way through because mm-hmm. it is um, too easy on normal for sure and yeah. like for example like i would imagine and I, and one of my coworkers has been playing it as well and, and i think he's playing it on heroic and he's talking about how many times he had to do this there's that spartan killer fight yes uh during the beacon stuff and mm-hmm. and where two of these like two of these crazy brutes drop down and and they're like very strong and have all different attacks that you haven't like dealt with before at this point um he talked about how many times it took him to beat that on heroic and i'm playing it on normal and i was literally like driving a ghost when they showed up um (laughs) because i was just driving to the next beacon or whatever right uh and so and i just literally sat in the ghost and shot them to death and like didn't get hit once and then he's and then my coworker's telling me how hard this this was and i was like that was and i was like 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 driving away from that i was like that seems like it was very anticlimactic and probably <laughs> would have been a lot different if i wasn't in a ghost yeah. and part way through the fight because it's still like they're eating shots forever yeah. from this ghost um part way through i'm like should i get out and just like fight them normally <laughs> should, like, I, should i make this a fair yeah, fight yeah but yeah but i didn't and i was like i just want to move on so yeah. um so weird stuff like that that never would have happened on heroic for sure yeah um and I, I i do kind of feel like they've got the balance right i'm yet to try it on legendary um i have gone through a few of the halo games on Legendary. really yeah um and that felt great. Like when you when you can beat a Halo game on on Legendary, mm-hmm. uh, oh, I bet that feels that feels really really cool. Um, and I I probably will at some point go back and play this on Legendary once I get through it. Um, but it's it's just very well done. And, and as I say, I think the open world piece allows you to, you know, I kind of mentioned it before, but like pick your approach. So like in any mm-hmm. of these boss fights, and there's a bunch of like, you know, there's a special grunt and there's a special elite and a special skirmisher and or jackal rather. Um and being able to like pick your approach. So we should probably mention as well, because it is an open world, there's these like forward bases that you can capture um and it gives you uh like honor points and then you can spend the honor or the more honor points you get, you can summon um, you know, a warthog, and then once you get a bit more, you yeah, can summon yeah. uh, rocket launchers, and then you get a bit more, and you can summon the scorpion tank and um, and things like that. Um, I will say, it was gr- that was a great and very cool thing up to a certain point. <laughs> I feel <laughs> I feel like I've ruined it for myself in the sense that now I've got there's a, a, a the UNSC sort of flying thing is called a wasp. Okay. And the maneuverability on it is outrageous and it's got a machine gun and rockets and I feel like ever since I've unlocked it I'm just flying to the next mission objective mm, okay. wiping everyone out with rockets. Yeah. And then I'm getting out and being like okay, do do do. Oh, I've got to go inside <laughs> somewhere. Okay, I get better get out of the wasp. Um so I I 
kind of feel like they they haven't quite figured it all out yet. Yeah, sure. But, but this feels so much like a great step in the right direction. Yeah. Uh, and I and I dread to say it makes me excited for what they do next um, <laughs> because it's going to be another like 10 years or whatever. Um, but no, it, it's definitely like it's restored my faith in, in the fact that, you know, they know what they're doing and, and they're, they're on the right track, um, which which feels very good. Um, I'm curious to know, like, as someone that that, you know, you said yourself, you've not really played through any of the Halo campaigns yeah. before. Like, do you have any inclination as to what the hell is actually going? Like, they they mentioned so many things from previous games and so many people and soldiers. Yeah, and... I like obviously I don't obviously the names for the most part don't mean anything mm-hmm. to me. I like understand that you know, and they they do a fairly good job of explaining it for new players in mm-hmm. that you know the the Spartans and the AIs like they're not supposed to be together for that long because the AI starts to break down and mm-hmm. that's what they think happened to Cortana. So then Cortana did something bad that i can't recall right now um and i destroyed herself in the process but now also you're just i think you as a character don't know what she did um because you're having all these like flashbacks and stuff like that because your memory was wiped or whatnot after uh what's his name atriox uh, yeah like drops you into space at the beginning of the game which what i read late i was like is this the end of halo 5 and then i read later that that's not yeah that's like a new yeah that's like a new development that's a uh-huh. new scene yeah. um and so yeah and so then you get this new ai which is just called the weapon i guess you're trying not to get attached so it doesn't have a name this yeah. time <laughs> yeah. um and so now you're using the weapon as your ai instead of cortana yeah yeah and and it, it's so interesting because like honestly from memory i didn't want to go back and and read anything because i kind of wanted to experience the the story yeah just kind of fresh and um, so i didn't go back but honestly i can't even remember what what eventually <laughs> happened to cortana like she she does they i think they call it rampancy if i remember right so the the ai kind of starts to go you know they're only meant to be alive for seven years or whatever mm-hmm. and then they kind of their code starts to break down and they go insane essentially uh, like planned obsolescence right yeah exactly so that that does eventually start to happen to cortana and in I think it's four, you spend a lot of four kind of hunting her down. She's kind of disappeared mm. and, and doing that. Um, and she eventually saves you either in four or five where she kind of does the whole Neo from the Matrix thing where she like just becomes God essentially. And, <laughs> and just, you know, she can end up like multiplying herself multiple times. And, you know, she she there's this always this big line of, you know, the AIs and the Spartans are matched up at, at an age where they kind of get their armor and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. there, it just kind of normally happens. Someone, someone chooses for them, but you know, Cortana always has this line and it plays in like most of the games where, you know, she says I was given the choice uh, and I chose you. So that's why there's this whole symbiotic thing between the two of them. Um, like, you know, Cortana actually chose master sure. chief rather than anyone else. And it, and it, is meant to you know signify that they're meant to be together and i mm-hmm. and i think what's kind of nice about this is like the, the flashback stuff is cool you get to see a little bit of of their relationship and things like that um and i feel like i feel like she still has a part to play in infinite she's still kind of they still talk about her she's still in the ether and i feel like inevitably she's going to end up you know having helped the brutes or whatever she's gonna she's gonna turn up at some point <laughs> um, and what what's been I don't know. I feel like they played it a little too hard because the the weapon 
the new AI is very like sweet and innocent, and she's like, "Oh, oh totally, I'm yeah. helping Master Chief." It's like I'm and, so curious. Yeah, and, so like, yeah. oh, what's this? And I'm learning all this new stuff. And oh my god, isn't it beautiful? And and Chief yeah, was like, yeah. "No, they're brutes. They're bastards, and we have to kill them all." And blah blah blah. And she's like, "But look, look at the technology. It's so cool." And <laughs> I I kind of feel like they've lent a little too <laughs> a little too hard on that because there's a moment where she feels like you betrayed her, and and you know, there's a moment where Chief tries to essentially delete her because that's his whole mission at the start of this. You wake up and you're like, oh, I meant to have deleted this new AI, but he doesn't. And because it reminds her of Cortana, I think. And I I don't know, there's some of the story beats that just, they're just not quite right. Um, But again, the gameplay of the campaign is enough to just overrule Mm -hmm. it. It just feels so ridiculously fun. It's so good. (laughs) It's so good. And even like I don't play a lot of open world games. I feel like I'm starting to play more though. Mm. But um, I don't know. Like in this game, and and I would say there's not a lot of variety in the open world stuff. Yeah. That like the forward operating bases all feel pretty similar. Yeah. Um, and then there's these like big bases that you can fight, uh, like try to take down basically, which I've done a few of, and they felt pretty similar as well. Like yeah. it was it was like get in and like figure out how to like raise the fuel things and then shoot them to destroy them so that you like. They, they can't land here and like all that sort of stuff. So that yeah. stuff has felt pretty similar. Um, and then the like high value targets or whatever they are, which you mentioned, which are like the special grunt or the special mm-hmm. jackal. And um, those, those like they have, they're varied because it's like different enemies and stuff that are around, but they like pretty much go the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, but so it's kind of repetitive in that aspect, but I'm, I'm finding myself like, doing all of that stuff when I'm in the area, like rather than in a lot of games, I would just beeline to, you know, the side mission objective or whatever the actual mission objective is. But this like optional stuff, I find myself still doing. So it's like maybe repetitive, but it's also very fun. A complaint about the like high value target stuff though. Like you always, you know, you, each one of them uses like a special modified version of a weapon and you get that weapon when you beat them. I, it doesn't seem to say anywhere what the differences are. <laughs> like I have no. no idea what they actually do differently. Yeah. Than the than the regular versions of it. Like, am I missing something? No, I wholeheartedly agree. And to to add on to this gripe because it's a gripe of mine as well. Um, when you're like out in the world, like, and you're let's say you're using like the jackals sniper rifle. If you run into another bunch of jackals and you kill them, you can even with energy weapons. It seems anyway, and I might be wrong. Um, which is slightly different from previous Halo games but it just adds their ammo onto those weapons. Yeah, it does. But yeah. the special weapons doesn't, even though it might be a special version of the carbine. If you pick up another carbine, you're going to swap it for that lesser version of the carbine. You don't just add the carbine ammo, mm. which is presumably the same ammo. <laughs> uh, you don't just load that ammo in. So like you can, you can kind of choose your loadout from the forward operating bases. You can kind of go to like the requisition bit and say, Hey, yeah, okay, including gonna... the modified weapons, yes, right? Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. So you can say, Oh, I'm going to take the special energy sword and the special rocket launcher. Um, but if you find any, if you find out in the world that there's another energy sword, it doesn't just add the sort of charge of that into your special energy sword. So I find right. that like I don't ever use the special weapons because it means having to go back to the forward bases more and more often, mm-hmm. which I don't know if it's an intentional choice or or whatever. Um, but it's a poor choice. I, I think it's a poor design <laughs> choice. Honestly, I, I do. I think like as you're mentioning, like even though these are repetitive tasks and they're still fun, 
Um, I would rather just go, okay, this is going to be my loadout. Now I've unlocked this special cool weapon that I really want to use. I don't want to have to go and do one mission and then have to go back to a former right. operating yeah. base to go and refuel and reload. Like, again, it, it, it breaks up the flow of gameplay too much. Um, and so I just, I've just never really used any of the special weapons because I'm like, what's the point? When I could be out there being spider chief and, <laughs> and, and you know, taking banshees out of the sky and then driving them into the warthog and, you know, all of that really cool high octane, amazing totally, yeah. stuff. Why would I want to be like, well, that's that mission done. Better go back to the base and reload. And like, again, it's, it's not that game. Stop trying to make it something else. Go on, go on this path that you've chosen to go down because it's a great choice. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of feel like they, they've, they've pushed the boat out a little with a couple of pieces. And I think they were too scared to lean into that aspect even more. Like, I feel like you're right. They could have done way more with the open world. They could have had more varied targets or more varied missions or even a more varied landscape. Because again, it, it does feel very, even though they've done, I mentioned it earlier on, they've done this really cool thing where they've blended those two worlds together. A lot of it still feels just like lush greenery. It's, it's sure. still another Halo ring, which you can't really get away from now. It's been, what, 105 games or something. So <laughs> you can't really get away from that. But, you know, I just, I just feel like they could have lent into it way more. And I feel like they were a little bit scared. And I hope... Um, my hope is that if they do another one and they, they choose to go down the same kind of thing where it's an open world and all that, I, I want them to lean into that way harder. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they would have to. It would be hard mm-hmm. to go back to mm-hmm. a completely linear game after, like, that really changes the whole way that the game is played. Yeah, 100%. And as I said previously, I think it's... Or I don't know if I said it previously in this episode or maybe it's just when you and I were talking, but this feels like the way that Halo always should have been. Hmm. This feels like, and and again, you could argue that without those really linear story beats, there's a moment in Halo 3 that I'll always remember. You're driving a warthog and you kind of come over the crest of this hill as the theme is hitting that point where it does the and everyone's like, oh my god, this is so good. You're kind of coming over the crest of this hill and there's these two big, like, arachnid machines that are coming over with you uh, and you've got to take them both out as you're driving this warthog and you've got to like leap out and get into the get into the arachnid thing i think they're called scarabs actually and you can mm, get okay, into the yeah. scarab and like open up the fuel and blow it up and then jump out of that one as it's exploding behind you and then jump into the next one do the same and all the music's building up and there's a hundred guys around you like i will for that memory will be with me until i die <laughs> i'm convinced of it and there's not really been any moments like that in Infinite for me, I'll, I'll be honest. But I feel like the, there's opportunity there. And if they, can, if they can marry these two things together, those really cool story beats in the story missions, yeah. like I want another moment like that, um, but with this open world. And I don't feel like I'm asking for too much, Derek. I don't feel like I'm asking for too much. Was the scare bit, was that like near the climax of the game because i think maybe you're not there yet maybe not as far as you think it's it's very true again i I haven't finished it so maybe i'm preemptively saying like i don't have any of those moments i i kind of feel like it was like a midpoint i i feel like it wasn't necessarily the last piece or or even maybe close to the end and again i could be i could be wrong here but um but i haven't i haven't had that moment in infinite yet um it's been very cool as a whole and I'll probably remember more of Infinite than I do of Halo 3. Like, that's one of the memories of Halo 3, but I don't remember too much else okay. uh, about it. Like, 
that moment sticks in my head. But, um, but, but Infinite is great. Like genuinely, I, <laughs> I, I feel like they've they've papered over the cracks of four and five. Um, I just want them to 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 just lean in more, just lean mm-hmm. in way more. What are your? I like. I I don't think we'll get. We probably won't get any continuation of the campaign. Like I can't imagine there'll be campaign DLC or anything. Mm. But um, obviously, the game's going to have some sort of decent lifespan with the multiplayer as it is. Mm-hmm. What do you hope for? Like, what do you hope changes with the game as it continues to evolve? I mean, I can't see it happening. I'm interested to see what these changes they've, they've talked about and they've hinted at with the the battle pass stuff and and just how multiplayer is going to evolve. Um, I would like to see them get back to that thing of like you know just just play the game and have fun and and uh-huh. you know, once you've managed to get a thousand headshots, we'll we'll give you this little cool piece of armor or whatever. Uh, but that's like such a minor gripe. It's just like sure. the most minor kind of thing. Um. Honestly, what do I hope that they do? I, do you know what? Again, I think just that. I think they just lean into it. I think I, I want them to um, be able to kind of sit there and go, this is the future of what we see the Halo franchise being, and it's a lot more grapple shot and around an open world. <laughs> yeah. um, and just have fun with it. Like I, I think we kind of mentioned at the start of this, like Halo for me is those moments where you're playing online maybe with someone you've never met before maybe there's a mutual friend involved and you can sit around and and just have fun playing a video game like and because it, it doesn't feel serious you know you're playing a video game I, I i would never say i'm like completely immersed in this entirely like it captures me away to a different world no again you're seven and a half feet tall in bright green armor running around an alien ring that floats in space and <laughs> there's a crazy woman in your head giving you orders like it's it's madness to to think about it but um but i want them to lean in harder to the let's let's have fun playing this video game let's not take ourselves that seriously and let's some more cat ears cat ears all the way man yeah. do you know like the i found that insane that people were going so i think they would you could you couldn't get them aside from buying them is you that correct to, you had to buy them yeah but like so many people bought them but there was such a backlash online people are ruining my space marine game because they're wearing <laughs> cat ears so like, they want so you want more fun and they want less fun is 100%. that what you're saying absolutely yeah. give me a grapple shot with cat ears on it <laughs> <laughs> and i'm there um is there any like like i have to imagine that over the lifespan of the multiplayer like they'll have to bring in previous maps and that sort of thing is there any like like if there was a map or a couple of maps from any of the games Mm. that you want to see in this game what would those be there's there was a and why is it blood gulch oh i mean it's got to be blood gulch like it's 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 one of the ogs like you know it's it's one of those (laughs) you know when i talked earlier on about you know there used to be a couple of buddies of mine and we would take everyone's xboxes around to a house and there would be a bunch of tvs like blood gulch was the map that you'd go and play on and (laughs) But just again, sniping from those towers. Yeah. I, again, yeah. it's just that's complete nostalgia bait. Um, I, I think what I am really excited for, and actually the thought has just occurred to me uh, to your previous question, I'm really excited for Forge mode. 
um, mm. when it happens because I know it's not here yet, and I know that they have kind of announced it's probably. I think they said it's probably going to be when season three is out. So if this okay. is like six months, and then there's going to be another three months for season two, and three months after that, we're probably talking like a year and a half into the life cycle of Halo Infinite. Um, so it's down the road for sure. Um, but Forge is always where things got really, really interesting. Uh-huh. Um, there used to be um, a, a group of friends of mine who would go and make some absolutely wild Forge maps. Um, and again, when you were mentioning earlier on, you, me, and my wife, Linda Louise, just kind of jumped into like a game uh, and just had a little bit of a free-for-all. That is so much more wild when like you go and make a map and then you challenge us on that map or I go make a map and it's like, <laughs> yeah. right, this is, this is my house. This is my domain. Um, and, and the, you just, that would always just be an absolute blast when you got like random forge maps and, and even just the idea of creating those maps and things like that. I, I like that when that gets added to video games, sure. there was a, there used, you know, there was one for the doom game that came out in 2016 and it had, little elements of like coding in it you could sort of code in it to be like oh this switch um you know unlocks this door but locks mm-hmm. this door and you could have like really cool little pieces in there and i spent hours hours <laughs> in that just making like little doom maps to to go and challenge myself and things like that i i always love creativity toys and things like that i think that's a really cool thing so i'm excited for that um there also used to be a mode and i'm not sure whether it was just in forge but there also used to be a game mode called griffball Okay. Where you had two teams of four, and there was like a big, you know, uh, ball in the middle of it, and each of you had a goal, and everyone had gravity hammers, and the idea was basically Rocket League with gravity hammers. Yeah. Uh, so would you still die from the gravity hammers, or was there no damage? Yeah. No, you could still die from the gravity okay. hammers, and um, but like obviously the gravity hammer like really affected the speed of the ball and stuff like that. Yeah. And it was a blast. That man. sounds like I, a lot of fun. I don't think I've laughed that hard in a long time uh some of the times that we'd be playing griff ball because it was it was an absolute riot it was chaos it was just yeah. absolute chaos so, so things like that so with forge could like could you just go and like browse what people had uploaded type thing yeah like, you so, just go find stuff like that yeah so there was if i remember correctly there used to be like you could go on and be like you know show me maps for a free-for-all because again you would have people who would make specific maps for specific things. Yeah, they would sure. be like, oh, you can only play this on Griffball and here's the goals, or you can only play this on Oddball or whatever. Um, so you could kind of go and do that and and search up those maps, or you could just kind of be like, hey, pick a random map and, and do this. Um, and and just building them was just fun. Like it was just, it was just a lot of fun. So I'm excited yeah. to see what they do with that. I think that's always going to be a, a good laugh. But again, my, my question is, and I, I think my worry is, Gaming has changed so much in in the last God five years, let alone fifteen. Um, I, I'm curious to know what the life cycle of Infinite's going to be, sure. and whether we're still going to be talking about how incredible it feels a year from now. Right. Um, I'm not sure. Honestly, I, I'm not sure it's going to have that same kind of thing. It feels great for now. Uh-huh. You and I have I've talked so often about you could absolutely love a game and play through it once and never play through it again. But oh like, yeah, never there's been and do it. Well, and we're at a time when so much stuff is coming out, like yeah. all the time. It seems like, mm-hmm. um, and so much stuff is so accessible because of things like Xbox Game Pass. Um, like, so you have more games to play than ever before. Um, so there's so many things vying for your attention. Yeah, and like 
I don't know. And, and so many multiplayer games seem to be trying to be more accessible and stuff these days as well. And yeah. like, obviously free to play helps and that sort of thing. But mm-hmm. yeah, like pe- I feel like people move on a lot more quickly yeah. now than they did, you know, when Halo three was the thing. Yeah. And even like, we have a like example from like the past year, you know, the uh, knockout city came out and yeah. we like for like three or four weeks, like, yeah played it so much Mm -hmm. like played it together all the time Mm -hmm. i spent so much like and then it was like cool i'll see you online tomorrow never opened it again yeah like like, what and it's such an incredible thing to me and and you know i think both you and i when we're talking about like you know you'll play through a game and it could be a great game and you love it you never you never go back to it you never touch it again that's not meant to be like a dig at anyone because you know you game the one that the way that you want to game but i think you're right there is so much and there's so much good stuff now i uh-huh. feel like you know on that year like so let's do this so halo 3 was 2007 uh, i'm gonna do a quick thing here games from 2007 um okay so bioshock came out in 2007 wow okay. 2007 was actually a great year wow so bioshock <laughs> you had call of duty 4 modern warfare the first assassin's creed the first mass effect the first portal Jesus and Halo Three, uh, Half Life Two, Episode Two. Wow, that's a lot of really amazing stuff. Um, but not many of those were big multiplayer games, though, either. No, which well, is exactly. where I think the longevity yeah. comes from. So you had someone like Halo Three that, like, you're right. When you're looking at those competitors, you know, Bioshock, Assassin's Creed, Mass Effect, Portal, all yeah, single player like story focused games, and here was Halo Three just absolutely that had that story that was epic and incredible but also had this absolutely ravenous online fan base sure um pretty incredible to to kind of think about and i and i i I think you know now if you looked at games from like last year you'd probably find it would be the exact opposite there might be one really incredible story-driven game versus the multitude of so much multiplayer stuff yeah yeah and you're already at you're instantly at a disadvantage because how do you pull people away from fortnite yeah yeah you know nothing nothing i don't think anything at at the time something like halo 3 came out nothing was as big as fortnite nothing ever has been as big as fortnite i don't think and like you know it it came out in 2017 i just read today it came out like five years ago basically and it's still like the biggest thing and that is absolutely wild and and that's so incredible to think about as well because they like with something like Fortnite they've what started I remember playing Fortnite in the beta like really? when, when it was just like oh this is like a beta thing we're gonna throw it up to battle royale mode like try it out um and I was just like man this is okay like this is this is kind of fun and I, like I think back now and I'm like oh I was dumb this isn't this is like huge this is the biggest <laughs> thing it's like the world's second most popular form of yeah, human communication yeah. is Fortnite. Um, <laughs> but, and like I, I find that absolutely incredible to think that that's been around since 2017 and now they're like you know there's concerts that happen in Fortnite. there's yeah. like yeah. partnerships with Marvel and, and this that and the next thing. well everyone and you've yeah. got like you know you've got you're playing Fortnite on Xbox and all of a sudden there's like Kratos from God of War and like yeah. just wild stuff that you never thought would happen yeah. like yeah it's crazy um, yeah the landscape's changing for sure uh, and I think you know 
I referenced earlier on uh, things like MMOs. Like I remember when every company was making MMOs because, oh my God, World of Warcraft has, has sold X million copies and there's 14 million players that play regularly. And that's 14 million players times 14 bucks a month. Like that's, that's a gold mine. So I remember when every game was like, this is going to be an MMO and this, yeah. we're going to do this 12 MMOs this year. Um, and now we're definitely in that, like, with the success of Fortnite, everyone's like, oh, this is going to be a free-to-play multiplayer game. There's <laughs> going to be a Battle Royale mode. There's going to be a Game Pass. Or there's going to be a, a Battle Pass. Um, yeah, it's just and kind and of how many of those never even get off the ground, too? Totally. Like, and, and, yeah. and I find it fascinating. Uh, all, the, all the kind of creative industries are like that. They, they go in circles. Um, so it's going to be amazing. Maybe in five years, we're going to get the World of Warcraft killer that we all, that we all deserve. <laughs> World of Warcraft 2. Oh, God, don't. Xbox exclusive. <laughs> yeah. Don't even. <laughs> um, do you have anything else to say about Halo, or should we wrap it up? I mean, I could probably talk for another 12 hours, Derek. You know, <laughs> I, I love the sound of my own voice. Um, no, I, th- I think that's... I think that's all out of me i'm really i'm really curious i i feel like you've asked me a lot of questions and i feel like i haven't returned the favor <laughs> enough like i you know have you have you enjoyed your experience with halo like would you having played infinite do you feel like you need or want to go back and and blitz the rest of the games or that, that's a really good question i feel like i oh i'm like i'm loving it like i'm yeah. having a blast with infinite for sure both on the multiplayer side and the campaign side I mean, you've really talked up four and five, so that really makes me want to go back to those ones. I mean, those are the ones um, I was going to recommend. So, yeah, I don't think that I have. I don't think I really have a reason to go back. Yeah. Um, you know, I that was a goal of mine for many years, like since the Master Chief Collection mm-hmm. came out, basically, which feels like forever ago now. Yeah. And in this period of in this amount of time, I've not done it. I've not managed to make it happen. Mm-hmm. So I I think I should probably. Uh, just let it go. Yeah. 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 It's interesting. I, I would say if I could set you a challenge, especially cause they're, you know, they're not going to have the grapple shot. So well, why, why even like, how do you go back now? I mean, you, you, there is no going back. I think, we, yeah. I think we've established that point, but it, it's funny. I think if I could set you any sort of challenge or, or, you know, say anything about them, I, I would, I would go back and play Halo three. Mm. Halo Three is great. Just, just three, yeah. Uh, for that Scarab moment alone, it's worth it. It's worth that build up to that moment. Um, and I would play Reach. Reach was, I again, I've said it so many, too many times, almost at this point. Uh, Reach, <laughs> Reach was really good, and a lot of yeah. people really hated Reach. Um, but they were wrong, and it's okay to be wrong. That's how we grow. That's how we develop. Um, <laughs> And and honestly, I know again a lot of people really hated it, but Halo ODST was like a so sort just of... play them all basically. No, is what you're no, no, no. Just the, go like back. I don't think you need to play one. Like one almost feels like I, I've played experiment. one. I finished yeah. one before. Okay, yeah. well there you go. So you've already done that. Uh, you don't really need to play two. Two introduced a couple of interesting mechanics. Like it was the first one I think that you could dual wield in, and that was like the big yeah, gameplay right. change. Yeah, and so everyone was like, "Oh my god!" Um, but two two is kind of forgettable for me and I'll probably have people who want to say some harsh words at me for that. Um, <laughs> three was great. I really enjoyed reach and, and ODST I enjoyed. I know a lot of people would be like you, I don't trust anything this guy's saying anymore. Um, but ODST was cool because you didn't play as a Spartan at all. 
and you played as like one of the ODST troopers mm-hmm. or like shock mm-hmm. troopers. Um, and what was interesting about it at the at the time I was a major. I mean, I still am a Firefly fan, but the the series uh, Firefly, the the three main characters in ODST were voiced by Nathan Fillion, uh, Adam Baldwin, and Alan Tudyk. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was like a really fun like game to kind of play through um, but it was a lot more like kind of stealthy almost like there was a couple stealth missions in there which again for Halo you're like what um, but that was a lot of fun um, so I, I would maybe go back play 3 play Reach you don't need to play ODST it was just fun uh, <laughs> uh, and then I'd love to I'd love to hear your thoughts on those because th- yeah, those were yeah. kind of like seminal seminal games for me in the, in the, in the franchise <clears throat> maybe one day I gotta it's gonna take me four years to get to level 100 in this battle pass you know so I know you don't need to though man just you gotta let it go you gotta let <laughs> but I know, really want that hip pack at level 99 <laughs> well you know what? it was funny because I, I I had a really honest conversation with myself at one point after buying the battle pass I was like okay realistically what of these cosmetics do you want <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think I ended up if I can finish on like I think it's like sixty five. Sure. I'm like I'm fine. I don't need to like push yeah, after yeah. that. And you got lots of time. I've got lots of time left. Yeah. Um. And you know we'll we'll see what happens if yeah. if any of these changes happen in season one. But yeah, I think I, I think I had a pretty stern word with myself to be like, no, <laughs> you can't. If you get to sixty five, you're fine. I um, mean, at the end of the day, as well, you've only spent thirteen dollars on Halo Infinite, so. <laughs> It's you it's know, true. And, it doesn't sound too bad. And again, I know we we rave on about Game Pass, and obviously this is a Game Pass podcast, or it's a, a podcast that talks about the Game Pass games. But again, I think the 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 sheer value for for, yeah, it's for a franchise like Halo to be entirely available because I think everything's yeah. on Game Pass now. I think they've even yeah, got like yeah, yeah. Reach and stuff like that. Yeah. To think that that's all available, that entire franchise uh, on Game Pass is outrageous. I the the coworker I mentioned that's playing it. Um, he was just playing the multiplayer. He's playing. He's on PC and he's just mm-hmm. playing the multiplayer. And then um, we came back from our holiday break, and he was like, oh, "I finally started the campaign." <laughs> and I've been telling him about Game Pass, and he doesn't have an Xbox, but right. even just Game Pass for PC. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's so much mm-hmm. on there. And I was like, "Oh, sweet! You finally signed up for Game Pass." And he's like, "Oh no, I bought it on Steam, and I bought ODST as well." And I was like, "You realize that that's like." almost a year of game pass right like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, what are you doing man <laughs> i'm trying to tell you how good of a deal this is uh yeah you know crazy people absolutely and game yeah. pass for pc is great as well um yeah you 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 play quite a bit on there too right yeah uh, I, I play a fair amount um to be honest and um for those who've listened to any of the episodes of the podcast before i'm a big uh, rpg fan and there was a, a game that was uh, it's called Salasta crown of the magister which is like meant to be a really faithful and it is a really faithful rendition of um dungeons and dragons fifth edition mm. rules uh, and i had my eye on it on steam for ages and it's still like an early access game and it popped up on game pass just randomly and i was like <laughs> great i don't have to buy this now like yeah, <laughs> it's available yeah. there it is um so they always kind of throw stuff on there that's really surprising and and it's just great game pass is just awesome <laughs> Uh, I don't think I need to ask even, but as we wrap things up, is Halo Infinite uh, a skip, a give it a shot, or is Halo Infinite a must play? It is most certainly a must play. It has to mm-hmm. be uh, for for just all of the reasons that we've mentioned in the last hour and a half. Like I, I just for those that are like diehard fans of the franchise, you're going to play it anyway, so go and do it. I think if if there was anyone that maybe played four and five and was just like this has really gone downhill, like sure. please pick up Infinite because it's so <laughs> good. It it really is, and it, like I 
I think I do come at this with such nostalgia, such rose-tinted goggles for for the franchise, and you knew I was going to recommend it anyway. You just for you, sure, you just yeah. did. But um, to say that I was disappointed in four and five, and and most of the fans as well, to say that they were disappointing games is like the understatement of all understatements. They were terrible games. They just were really awful, and. To, to play something like Infinite after so many delays, after so much hype, after so much disappointment, I, I can't tell you how cool that feels to 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 play this game, and and <laughs> um, it really is a, it's an awesome thing. Uh, yourself, are you a, are you a skip? Are you oh, a... I don't care about Halo at all, and it's a must play. Yeah, great. So I care about Halo now. <laughs> yeah, you know, it made me care about Halo. Well, and that that should be the tagline: Halo Infinite. It will make you care about. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, yeah, I I can't wait to play more. I can't wait to see where it goes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Game Pass is great. Windjammers two just dropped on Game Pass. So you that know, you sent me a video of my that life. the other night, and it looks like the most absolute banana pancakes. <laughs> like I didn't even understand what was going yeah, on. Yeah, it's video. so much fun. It's like so simple, and it's like it's like one of those things that it's like two seconds to learn and and ages to master mm. type thing. But it's just like a one one on one. It's like basically like a fighting fighting game mechanics, but pong. In that you are, you know, one versus one, you're playing Frisbee or or a flying disc if we want to get not branded. Mm. Uh, and, <laughs> you know, your goal is just to either have the person on the opposite side of the, the arena uh, not catch it or you want to get it past them. Right. Uh, and then you get, you know, depending on where it lands or what happens, you get a certain number of points. And mm. if you get to 15 points, like that's the set type thing. So, right. Um, and then it's like best of three to, to win the match. And it's just like addicting. Like mm. we, you know, it's just, it, cause it's just over and over again. It's like, cause a, a mat around is probably like three or four minutes type thing. So it's super oh, okay. fast. So it's like super cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And so it just constantly, it's like, you know, Michaela and I played a bunch last night and just constantly, it's like, fuck you. Let's play a game. Like, fuck <laughs> you. Let's play a game. Like, <laughs> you know, forever. So yeah, uh, it's a, it's a blast and I'm so happy that it's finally out. That's awesome. Well, uh, yeah. I, I'll definitely need to give it a try. But it just looked like <laughs> yeah. you sent me that video. I was like sitting in bed, and I just get this text from Derek being like, "Windjammers two just dropped on Game Pass, and oh my god, it's the best thing ever!" And he sent me this video, and I opened it up, and I was like, "I am, I'm beyond confused." <laughs> now, my yeah, question yeah. is with Windjammers: Is there a grapple shot in it? There is no grapple shot. Well, there's I, no. Grapple I think shot. you know the answer. Then. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I mean, if you love the grapple shot, you're gonna love Spider Man when you eventually get a PS5. I'm so excited! Like I've seen so many videos of Spider Man, yeah. and it's everywhere. Everyone raves about it. I can't wait. Oh, it's amazing! Until yeah. I actually get my hands on a PS5, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. really excited. Yeah, I think that's it. I think we can wrap this up. As I mentioned, this is kind of a, an in between episode, so I'm not going to draw a game next time around. Michaela and I will be playing Sea of Solitude, which I'm really excited for. But yeah, for now, this has been another episode of Xbox Game Passengers. Uh, thanks so much for listening. If you like the show, anything you can do to get us out there, whether that's sharing it with a single friend, giving us five stars on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, um, obviously we really appreciate it. Uh, Doogie, I really appreciate you always coming on the show. It's always a blast to talk to you. Yeah, it's always it's always hilarious uh, being here. <laughs> uh, I always love it. Anytime you need me, I'm, uh, I'm right there. Yeah, we'll see you next month. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're listening to the Geekscape Network. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.